Alright guys, we are back with another episode of Quest for Pixels Conversations. This week, we are live with Mr. Sean Capri. How are you I, doing, Sean? I'm excited. I'm really excited. This has been, I don't know how many times I needed to reschedule on you guys, so I'm very sorry. But <laughs> oh, everything dude. happens for a reason, and tonight's going to be a great show. It is, and we're sorry for rescheduling too. Tony was in Japan. And then we had some other reschedules, and finally, finally, we've got Mr. Sean Capri on the show. It's happening, man. Live, too. My favorite, live. My favorite podcast. We're live. We're, we're legitimate now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nobody can do this. This is very unique to this show, is that we are the only ones that can, that can do live podcasting. It's amazing. All right. So, also, we've got Mr. Mike here, uh, Mike BC. How are you doing, Mike? Um, I'm doing great. Awesome. Unfortunately, you guys are left to me hosting because Tony is out with the Black Plague this week. It seems like it hit his house hardcore this week. Every one of them were sick. So uh, it's just us tonight. It's okay. I'll babble on about something, surely. Oh, yeah. We've got we've got plenty we, we, of talk we about We've got this three week. good babblers right here. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> All the right, gift Mike. The gift of something. <laughs> So, Mike, I'll turn it over to you. Who is this podcast brought to you by? Well, the podcast and the weekend review is brought to us by patreon.com slash quest for pixels, where you can go and support the show. Joel, who became a Patreon supporter during the last week. Awesome. You can uh, follow Joel at Nintendo, or uh, sorry, it's Nin Family Gaming on uh... Joel Brooks. Joel Brooks. Yes. Joel oh, Brooks, Mr. Joel nice. Brooks, he's over there at uh, the uh, the Twitter, and also he's got his channel on the <coughs> YouTube's, and he's also writing on the Quest for Pixels website. He's got a new article up today, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah, um, the editor team. We're gonna jump into our weekend review as I send the uh, chat over to you guys. So, Mike, why don't you start us off while I do this really quick? <laughs> Our weekend review, we're going to start off with what we've been playing. And Sean, since you're our guest, we'd like to go to you first. What have you been playing this week? Ooh, what have I not been playing, guys? I've been bouncing <laughs> all over the place. I was just, uh, two seconds ago, I was on Mixer with Brock McLaughlin doing a little co-streaming. I don't know if you guys have experienced the co-stream magic, but it's crazy easy. You just, like, hit two buttons, and then, like, all of a sudden, both of your streams are smashed together in the same window, and it looks incredible. I was playing a little Halo 3 and remembering... Uh, maybe this is a good reminder, everybody. Just when they hate on all the new Halos and everything, go back and play Halo Three a little bit. Thing is, frustrating <laughs> is all get out because you don't know where to go, and it's not as exciting as you remember it. Halo Three uh, it, it is an important game, but I don't don't think it, it holds up. So I don't know if I'm gonna. It's a good one to just jump in and out of. I don't know that I need to finish it again. Um, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, so oh, is that? Uh, is that um, available on the um, Xbox One right now? On uh, the Master Chief Collection. Okay. So we, we fired up that. And, and that's the other problem, too, is they haven't the fixed multiplayer that. multiplayer there. Oh, my gosh. What an embarrassment. Like, I was thinking some – I was – third or something was going on with my house because it was just – like, the, the lag came out of nowhere – I was no, thinking, like, no. it's brutal, dude. It's so it bad. It was just Microsoft pretending to be Nintendo. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, they they took the rare thing a little too seriously. Yeah, like, we, got, we got rare. We're a Nintendo, so let's let's mess up this multiplayer. <laughs> Halo Three is not the most exciting thing. Um, I think actually the newest game that I played this week was if it, if you can even count it is uh, Burnout Paradise, where the remastered one that they just they you okay. can play it on EA Access. You can play a ten hour free trial, and. I've been ruined by Forza Horizon 3 because this game is good, but I just, I played maybe half an hour and probably got my fill. So I've kind of like, I think that that's kind of where I've been. I could go on and on about a thousand games I've been playing and just dipping my toes into. And um, those are the, those are the two recent ones. A little bit of Stardew Valley, guys, on my Switch. Yeah, I'm keeping up with that one. And I think everybody wants all games to come to Switch. I, I don't know if there's anything more perfect than Stardew Valley. Yeah, I think that game I seems like it's built for that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So and I, it makes me think I want to play. I want to play Golf Story now. Actually, yeah. Having played that one, I want to jump over a couple more of those. That same sort of like style and perspective and 16-bit and everything. I want to. I want to check out what Golf Story. I was one that I regret missing from last year for sure. Yeah, man. Um, I played a lot of Golf Story, and that one's a yeah. really good. Um, it was a really good indie that came mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm finding my time with the switch is is more limited than most people i don't know why but i haven't really been able to like bring it around with me and and have time to to play on the go which is weird because i'm hearing a whole bunch of new parents saying the switch is like a godsend for them but i'm not sure <laughs> like what what what's changed like where are you when you have a kid versus when you don't have a kid, the only thing I can think of maybe is you don't want to take up the TV, which yeah. obviously is a, is a huge benefit. Um, but otherwise, I haven't had like this huge opening in time show up for me to, to play my Switch as much as I wanted to. It was the bus time for, before that did it. I was still yeah. taking the bus into work when when I put in eighty or set or eighty or ninety hours into into Zelda. But then I stopped and Switch kind of changed up for me a little bit. Yeah, and. Um... So that's kind of an interesting topic. Um, uh, somebody with multiple consoles, like how do you work um, all the consoles in together? Um, mm -hmm. I'm not sure, Sean. Do you have a PS4 too? Yep. Yeah, yep. we actually have. Uh, we have two. Actually, there there's two Xboxes. Right. Just I, I'm trying to build an Oreo right over here in the, <laughs> in the middle. I think it just looks so sweet. Um, I'm sort of like retiring this this S. I really thought I would just kind of like have it here for when I stream. But mm -hmm. to be honest, it's so easy just to, like, I've got power cords here and on my main TV, and I just swap everything else, all the same cords anyways. Nice. So, yeah, I've, um, to answer your question, I've got the Switch. I've got um, Chelsea and I each have our own Xbox, and we each have our own PlayStation. Nice. And we play things like um, Borderlands, Handsome Collection on the PS4, and she's playing Fallout 4 on her PS4. And, and actually, just because it's on PS Plus, I'm playing a little, little bit of Bloodborne again. And my God. That game is a is a damn masterpiece. Oh, dude, I love that game. I played mm -hmm. that one um, right away when I got my PS4, and dude, it is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's just a, it's it's not even fair. Like we've had we've had thousands of games since that one came out, and that one still holds up. I've always been wanting to go back to it, but I had it physical. Like that was maybe one of the last maybe run of games where I was like, I, I have to have a, a physical game. But then I've always wanted to go back, and I just never grabbed the disc. Now it's now it came with PS Plus. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing: on PlayStation, if you, I had the game installed from the disc, it was there. I could go over and select it. I had purchased it through 
purchased in quotes from PlayStation Plus, and it was still wanting me to put in the disc. I had to delete it and then re-download it really? because because PlayStation. Yeah. You'll notice I have a preference. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get into that preference. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure we, I, I know where you sit on yeah. uh, the consoles. So we're actually going to get into a deeper conversation about that this week. Let's do it. Okay. Awesome. Sure thing. So, Mike, what have you been up to this week? I have been trying desperately to finish Layers of Fear Legacy Ooh. because I'm going to write a review for it, but I wanted to finish it first. I don't know why. It doesn't normally matter to me, but um, I, I will say this just as a, as a little quick take on it. It was something that when I first – I told you this when I first started playing it. I wasn't sure if it was brilliant or ridiculously stupid. <laughs> and um, brilliant. What was that? The the story is just amazing. I didn't realize that they were going to be telling such a fantastic story through this game. Um, it's not scary. It's really not. No. Um, Says I, you. I, I was hoping it would be, <laughs> but it just really is more creepy than anything else. Yeah. Um, but so I've been playing that. I've been playing some more Final Station. Uh, that game is, I'm not quite even sure what that game is. It's a good game, though, so I keep going back to it. Um, played a little bit of Stardew Valley. Uh, of course, we always do our Splatoon 2 and Mario Kart streams every week, so I've yep. um, been playing a little bit of that. And then um, they sent us from 10 times, they sent us a code for uh, Tesla versus Lovecraft. Uh, they sent us two codes and promised to send us a third one. We didn't even ask for these codes, so that was kind of awesome of them. Um, they sent this one for Xbox, then they sent one for PS4, and they have said that when they have them available, they're going to send one for the Switch. So not knowing they were going to start sending other codes, I just hopped into the one that they sent us for the Xbox, and everything that they did wrong with the game Judge they fixed and did right for this game. Nice. Uh, I was so scared when I first saw it with a twin stick top-down shooter. I was like, oh, no, this cannot be another one of these games. Because I, I, I like the, the game Judge, but I didn't love it because of the problems that I mentioned when we reviewed that game. This game is has a lot of the same mechanics as that game without all the garbage of you know content being locked behind achievement walls. Mm -hmm. And so it's a, it's a really good game. Uh, we'll be getting reviews up on the website this week for that one, the final station, and um, there's a fear. Nice. Um, so oh, and I also jumped into the Nathan Drake collection this week. Nice. I've never, I've never played a, uh, an Uncharted game. Nice. And uh, I'm kind of I'm right there along with you. I've never played any of the Uncharted games. That's it's uh, so good. One series. It was I eight dollars really... during the during the flash sale this last week, so I oh, man. I picked it up. I miss that. It's kind of required, Sheldon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like it's so... not really optional. I don't think. <laughs> I, I only so... had a PS4 for like less than a month, so I, I, I get a pass a little bit. But yeah, you got to jump into this. It's really it's it's really good. Dude. I wish they found a way to get the Vita one on there. I wish they had Golden Abyss as part yeah. of that collection. I feel like they could add that in afterwards as a Also, number I would say number four, number two, number one, and then number three. Okay. Uh, 
I didn't include Golden Abyss in there. Mm. I think it's four, two, Golden Abyss, three, since you asked. <laughs> nice. Wait, I didn't do that... one that time. I'm very good at this, and I'm interrupting. <laughs> Keep going. No, no, no. no, no. My dad, Pepsi. Dude, like, so, so definitely I, I, I do want to jump in that. that a, uh, when I have the time, I guess, I'd like to jump into that series. So yeah, what have you been playing this week, then? So I've been playing a lot of Payday 2 on the Switch. And uh, this isn't something that I haven't played before. I have it on PC. And, uh, I mean, I have all the DLC and everything on PC. I played a lot of it there. And um, Tony recently got this, too, on Switch. So last night was our first, um, I guess, um, group session on there. And we played maybe four or five different missions. And I'm not totally let down by it. Um, so <laughs> I was really I was really concerned not about totally <laughs> I was really concerned about the uh, the voice chat thing being a problem. Um, I think that it definitely needs to be included. It, you do lose a little bit of what's important about that game, which is your pre-planning, deciding whether we're going to go in quiet or loud, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, but but if you're playing with somebody in a group, you would just go on Discord. I mean, you're not playing with random people that you can't even ever have the option to talk to, are you? Um. Well, okay, so I did it both ways. I played with random people, and the loud missions where... You really don't have a choice, so like uh, Slaughterhouse, that's a good example. That one, you have absolutely no choice. You're going in loud. Um, that one, those loud missions where you're not trying to keep your cover, those work really good. The bank heist, it's kind of hit and miss depending on who you're playing with. If you have mm -hmm. somebody that knows Payday and knows what they're sort of doing or gets the gist of what they're doing, it works okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but playing with Tony last night, we played just him and me and then AI. Um, you have, so in payday, you have the, um, the ability to kind of order the AI around. Okay. Um, so that, so like when you start getting, um, the SWAT shields and stuff in there, you can order them to distract or distract the SWAT shields to turn them around. So that kind of stuff worked good. And then being able to talk with Tony, um, we were able to, you know, communicate like moving the the gold or the money or whatever. And it worked out really good. I think if we had a group of four people that we could all talk to, talk to um, you know, it's going to work a lot better. But as far as just jumping into a random match, I think it works okay. Because everybody sort of gets the gist of what's going on. But the, the missions where you want to try and pull off quiet, so like bank heist. If you're able to pull off a bank heist quiet, you'll get extra XP, which, you know, you're going to level up. You're going to get more weapons and stuff. That works really good. But uh, on the Switch... See, Nintendo really needs to at least give... If they're not going to add, add voice chat and they really at least need to get the ability to send a message to somebody so that you can at least send like a discord invite to somebody and, and have that option to, to chat with people if you're playing a random game, because I cannot imagine playing a heist game with random people and not have any ability to communicate with them. So, you know, um, so far what I've seen is people using their guns, basically, you know, shooting at something. Um, 
especially like I did a bank heist where we were managed to make it through half of the bank heist before the cops were called, but everybody was using a pistol with a silencer on it. So you're able to shoot without being noticed. And uh, people were kind of shooting around at the people that didn't know what was going on. Um, mm-hmm. But I also played a couple where they had no idea what they were doing. And instead of running around to the back of the bank and breaking your way in, they just went in guns blazing and they just, I mean, just raised hell right away. But uh, it's so what I've played so far, though, it's been okay. It needs voice chat, though. That game really needs the voice chat. And the developers of uh, Payday have talked to Nintendo about getting the voice chat integrated to the online app. So hopefully that comes, but uh, um, yeah, I can't believe I can't believe they even released it on there. Like knowing that it was coming, like why didn't they just why didn't they just hold off a little while longer? Like it wasn't even like this was day and date with like anything else. Like I just don't understand. Well, and and payday the people behind payday Starbreeze, they uh they actually asked for permission to use the um uh, the Switch app that Splatoon has access to. And they're still at this point waiting for a reply. And I don't know. Yeah, and this uh, is shout out to I don't know how to pronounce this. L O A U is that Lao P P Hysula in the in the YouTube. Saying hello and liking us. Nice. Thank you for joining the uh the live stream here. But this is something okay, so the fact that they did talk to Nintendo or try to talk to Nintendo about using that the the app i think this is something they should have jumped into a long time ago and this is something i brought up on the podcast before they should have mm-hmm. they should have been talking to nintendo while they were developing the game that way when it was released they had the voice chat capabilities or they should have held off till um september october when the uh the full online was um it was all there. That way voice chat is an option because like I said, this game really needs voice chat, especially for all the pre-planning, everything you're doing, you know, which way, which way you're getting, um, swatted from everything like that, you know, all that really helps. And like I said, you know, playing with Tony where it was just him and me and some AI, it worked a lot better. Surprising with just with two people, it worked a lot better and we were able to pull off missions a lot quicker. But, uh, so I've been playing a lot of that this week. Um, other than that, I was playing, of course, Splatoon, some Mario Kart. Um, also I've been playing Radiant Historia and I'm about five or six hours into that one. And it's a really interesting game. I've never played this one before. It came out on the, uh, DS originally. And, uh, it was one that I just, I guess flew under the radar for me. But uh, I've been playing the, the, I guess, remastered version on the 3DS. And I, I really like it. Um, it's sort of complicated because of how the... It's, it's based on time travel. So, you know, you hit a, a certain point in the game where you get two options. So you can either do option A or option B. And depending on how that option turns out, you can travel back in time and take the second option. Mm-hmm. But uh, so far, that one's been really good. Um, I, I want to get more into it before I actually fully discuss it because I don't feel like I've I've hit a lot of the necessary parts of the game. Yeah. Um, 
man, what else did I play? I played some Bayonetta. I've been sort of trying to get into that. Man, I have so much to play that it's just ridiculous between I know. between that and, and PlayStation. A little bit of everything too. <laughs> I keep reaching for it. Maybe one of these days I'll put it out, pull it out of plastic. Exactly, dude. Talk so, so I think okay, you should hang on to that, and then when Bayonetta <clears throat> is on sale on the Switch, just pick it up there. Then you'll always have that Wii version in the plastic. The thing is, it's not even like the it's not even the first run of it. Like the first oh. run, it, it included Bayonetta one, but it was yep. I got it late. So yeah. I think my wife got it for like my birthday or Christmas one year, and it I just never got to it. I think she got <laughs> me this, and I think she got me uh, maybe it was um, Tokimura Sessions. I think at like oh, the same okay. time. So I was mm -hmm. like I was off and doing that because I was waiting for Persona Five at the time. Mm -hmm. and, got my fill there i put dude, about 20 hours into each of those actually dude and man enough. tokyo mirage session was a great game like it I was really, totally i really liked stranded it. on that on that system man that exactly would be, that would be a great because everybody's screaming for persona 5 on the switch seeing that kind that of needs, that's some, that's something needs to be ported over. oh yeah dude like i mean so that falls into the the category we, of we like we ran nintendo exactly like ports aren't always a bad thing Games that no. need the coverage and need the uh, the um, the community that Switch has built, it would be a perfect game to bring over mm -hmm. there because it was a really good no game. Brainer. Yeah, I think I think E3 prediction mm -hmm. that might be my first E3 prediction of the year. Nice it's Tokyo Mirage Sessions on the Switch. Um, but either way, um, I've been kind of just all over the board. I did pick up a new game on the Switch, which was that Frontier. I can't remember the whole name, but it's kind of a uh, it's a different game. Yeah. Um I picked it up. It was like 14.99 on the eShop. So I sort of played a little bit of that. It is a very Okay, so it is like a Oregon Trail game that is built like a Star Fox game. It is a hmm. built on rails like you follow a trail, you pick up supplies and uh, Is it New Frontier Days or the the Trail Frontier Challenge? Trail Frontier Challenge. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's on rails. You kind of just run forward, pick up supplies, build things, collect more money. I sort of got through the tutorial part, and, you know, like, so you, now you're tasked with, like, building a, a house and stuff like that. But it's it's interesting, but I would not give that one a, a definite pickup. Uh, if you're not... I don't even know how to how to suggest this one. Like I I would not suggest it at all. I think it was almost a waste of my money, but it it's it's okay. So Yeah. That's a tough thing to admit, man. Yeah. It sucks when you waste your money on games. You're like mm. Exactly. Well and you, you, you don't want to make it sound bad, but just I guess for my personality it's just kind of a it's a miss. Yeah. Definitely. What what makes you pick it up? Um so I, I, I like the, the city building. And yeah. they kind of advertised it wrong. So they really show the, oh, no. they they really show like you know building a community, building a house, um, and working towards like increasing your community. But they never talked about the trail mm -hmm. being on rails. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess I'm gonna play a little bit more just to see how the out of the tutorial part works. Yeah. But. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's all going to be the same, you know, on rails, collect items, and uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 all basically the same. I really like the how they went very polygon. Um, they made it like HD polygon. That mm. that was really nice. I I like the art style. 
but as far as the gameplay goes, it's just it's it's definitely miss. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I've been up to this week. Um, cool. We can jump into a little bit of our new segments here. So the first thing we have on the list is there will be no Switch revisions coming soon. Mike, I will throw that over to you. What do you What do you think about this? Now, when we say Switch revision, we're we're talking about things like peripherals. Oh no, they're going to have new peripherals, but they're not going to have things like a Switch 2.0 anytime soon. Or... Yeah, yeah. So like an updated hardware. Right. Okay. Um, I I think that's fine. The console's only a year old. We're we're not anywhere near needing that yet. But I I do think that they need to have an open mind and 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 do a Switch 2.0 when the games demand that the hardware get better. So, uh, they 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 worked with Nvidia on the uh, the console itself. Right. And, and NVIDIA is famous for putting out new and new software. And I think it was on, it was either during a stream or last week's podcast, I was kind of talking about what the, the Switch equivalates to. And so far what I've seen is the Switch is basically on par with either the, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it back and say that the Switch is on par with a 1050 NVIDIA graphics card, like what you put in your PC. Um, that's really good yeah i didn't didn't hear that yeah so i mean it it has the ability to play these games because i think what brought up last week's podcast was we were talking about red dead redemption and i totally understand like i think that red dead redemption 2 has the ability to play on the switch um we're not going to get it you know release day of course but um once it is available on pc we're really going to get to see what it's capable of. And I have, I mean, the graphics card my, in my computer right now is five years old. Yeah, and I'm pretty Exactly. And uh, I'm pretty sure that Red Dead, ah, Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to play on my PC. You think um, so? I think so. What do you so. have in there? What's so, five years old? Um, I have a, okay, so it was an AMD. Okay. And it was the Ice Q... Oh man! So mine was basically on par with a 1030, 1040. Was that um, even a, a 1040? I never even so that. so we're gonna be okay. One step below. We're, I think we're gonna be one like the new architecture. Yep, yep. That was a new architecture. So I'm gonna okay. say 1030, 1040. So basically a step or two below what the yeah. 1050 was. Um, I'm not exactly sure Somebody, because one, somebody's when, gonna fact check you on that. Oh one, yeah, so. yeah. But they're I'm going to they're gonna call me out on that. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't even think that's a dude, thing. Dude, and I don't even, I, like, I don't know PCs that well. But when I built mine, that was the oh, problem. It totally is. Oh, I'm such an ass. <laughs> is it? It is. GT oh, 1030. How about okay. that? Okay. There we go. Um, it is. I, it's on the Pascal architecture. Holy crap. I didn't even know that was a thing. All right. I learned something new every day. <laughs> I apologize. I, I, I recuse myself. For anybody that didn't know, you heard it here first. We learned it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at that. Okay, but when mine, I I think mine's even older. But anyways, continue. Um, when I built my PC, I didn't know what I was doing at, yeah. at all. Um, I have upgraded since then, but I haven't upgraded my graphics card yet. But I think I'm pretty sure. So the only game I've ran into a problem is okay. There's two. Um, PUBG. PUBG ran like crap. Um, 
But it I, did for everybody. Exactly. Um, I upgraded my CPU, and that game ran better, but it's still not um, up to par with where it should be, I guess, if you have a fully upgraded computer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, man, how come I... Oh, no Man's Sky. No Man's Sky oh, yeah. legitimately yeah, told me, like, you cannot run this game. It would not See, let me start it. That's a huge reason why I wouldn't want to review games on PC. Because, like, it, so much of the performance of that game depends on so many different weird factors and configurations. Like, how are you able to say, like, like in any way that is equivalent to whatever anybody else's experience, that this game runs or doesn't run well? I think it yeah. is so difficult. And I think you're still muted there, Mike. Uh, Mike, you're muted. I can't hear you. Sorry. Oh, there you are. I can still hear you guys. It's just my wife just came in. I was, I was talking to her. She's about to go to bed in a few minutes. But Okay. Um, As far as, like, PCs go, I mean, that kind of ties into, okay, this, okay, so we're off topic. It's me. We're going to be uh, off topic. my bad. <laughs> no, no, no. This is Sorry, good. Tony. So... I mean, everybody. Next time can... I'll have hosting duties. That's all. <laughs> so, uh, people complain about like games on consoles. This goes across all consoles. Um, you know, well, well, the PC version's cheaper. That it is, but how much are you paying for the components of your PC to play that game? Mm-hmm. Well, and Quick... I think I've said lately too, like the argument of, uh, well, why don't I just play it on PC? Why would I want to play anything on Xbox? Why would I buy an Xbox? I'll just buy a PC. I've never really thought that that argument held much water just because of how much you did have to pour into a PC. And now it's even worse. Just has anybody looked at buying a video card lately? They're expensive. Like, they're triple what Dude, they used to be. So the 1080 came out and that one is, I mean, four to a thousand dollars, depending on, I mean, how much you have to throw into it. So if you've actually been like, look, and I've been sort of like watching it. I didn't know if this was just coming out of the holiday season and prices go back up a little bit, but um prices have gone up for the exact same card and they're actually out of stock and i don't know if you heard this but devin tyus told me this on on we the gamer cast a while back the you know bitcoin it actually takes like processing power to go Mm -hmm. mine it so people are buying up graphics cards to run like these powerhouse pcs so that's why you can't find graphics cards and if you can they're triple the price yeah so that's what i'm saying like right now the argument of just play games on pc and it's like yeah if you bought something last summer you're all set but getting into pc gaming couldn't be more cost prohibitive than it is right now. oh no dude like so to build a game right now that's going to play any game you throw at it is easily 15 to two thousand dollars oh man this sucks because this was like i thought 2018 was the year i'm like i'm going out i'm gonna get i had my eye set on like a 1070 i was gonna go for it there's no way man that's oh, like yeah. a card that's like that's like a mortgage payment yeah, dude. That's so probably like two more each. I don't even know. It's it's crazy. It's ludicrous expensive. Yeah, dude. And like, um, I mean, I, I was building. So I've been upgrading my PC. Yeah. And like the next thing I have is my graphics card, but I've held off just because of the price on them. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get just bump up to a ten fifty, ten sixty. I'd like to go with a ten seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, I mean, the price right now is just out of my price range. Yeah. So. It sucks. I guess we just we just play on our switch on the toilet. Exactly. Um, anyway, I guess back to my main point is um, Nvidia is really good about um, upgrading their um, upgrading their equipment, I guess, or their their parts. 
So it wouldn't be out of the question to see um, new switch. So a new switch version that they sell, you know, standalone, where you're just mm -hmm. getting the the tablet. Everything's getting smaller. You know, every year everything gets smaller. So it it wouldn't be out of the question to see this, but I don't think we're gonna see it this soon. I wonder if the, so. I think the the article alluded to some things being attached into the USB-C at the bottom. It'd be mm -hmm. neat to see. I don't know if it'd be neat. What if they had like a power pack that you had on the back, but like had a little, uh, you know, almost like dropped into a cradle, mm -hmm. um, so that the screen sits into this back part, almost like a battery pack, but that's like additional processing power that could push out better graphics and more dude. more frames per second, and like maybe would double the size or the thickness of the screen. Yeah, dude. So almost like mm -hmm. the remember the power packs for the N sixty four something. Yeah, like that. exactly. Yeah, yep, absolutely. That'd be sweet. Although I don't know if I I don't know if we still need that though, Sheldon. I don't know if like <laughs> like because yeah, that's right. That's how far back we need to go before like these Frankenstein pieces started to like make sense. I don't but know. I think we're out of that, and I think Nintendo needs to concentrate on bringing us is the most powerful hardware they can at a cost. Yeah that everybody can afford. So I think they need to stay in that. So Nintendo's doing a really good job at being the, I guess, the third wheel here. Yep. Um, the the sales and everything show that they're popular. It shows that there is a community for the Switch. There is a market for the Switch. And uh, as long as they are making steps forward, and that's going to, I think it's going to revolve around a lot of the online and how much... Um, um, attention that gets mm -hmm. but as long as everything continues to go the way it has been going for the last year I think Nintendo needs to push forward with their hardware they have to uh, if they don't then they're going to end up just like the Wii U um, the PS4 and the Xbox One are halfway through their life system so mm -hmm. and they've both released a half step and I think the Switch is a unique console in where they don't have to worry about the half step where they can continue to release a new revised hardware just like the 3DS. I think that they should really stick to this hardware, but uh, continue to improve it. Yeah, my only concern with them doing that is that we're going to end up at some point with Reggie in a video talking about the new Galaxy-style Switch XL with the word new thrown in there like five more times. <laughs> and... I don't know if I can handle another one of those style videos. <laughs> um, but I, I think if you pull back and look at what Xbox and PlayStation did, um, something along those lines where we're getting a, um, a almost more than I, I would almost consider like the Xbox One X more than a half step. Um, oh, me too. I would, I would consider that the next generation. Like they could have held off another two years and released the Xbox, what, four or five? And yeah. it, it, the Xbox One X would have been enough to consider that the next generation. Yeah, so it just it, wouldn't have been priced at a premium spot like it is now. It would have been a year's worth of cheaper parts in there, drop it down to their 100 bucks or another 150 bucks. Exactly. And then you're so, in PS4 pricing when it launched, things like that. So as long as Nintendo's okay with being a half step behind, I think that we can continue to get a... Um, that... that Almost that third wheel, but we're going to get the the next generation of um, the Switch at an affordable price. I the guess. thing that nobody talks about is that 
um, Nintendo finds itself in really good places when we're sort of in between like where America and the world is in terms of buying their TV. So mm-hmm. the Wii was really great in between like SD and HD, and now we're in between 1080 and and 4K. And the, yeah. and the big consoles like like the X is pushing out really really nice graphics, but like not everybody has it. It's not it's not um, something that everybody can really benefit from. So while the other consoles are trying to figure out what the next like TV format is and how to push out the most pixels on their quest for more pixels, yeah. Nintendo finds itself in like, well, you guys are all chasing off that. This is a really nice, easy place for us to live in. And I think that that's really the key is, is the form factor of TVs and then obviously the unique nature of the fact you can pick this thing up everywhere and it totally holds its own. Yeah. But that's those are things that have been said before. But I don't know necessarily that anybody's really landed on, like, how much where what everybody's TV looks like in the living room. Yeah, because I feel like that really matters. So, and as long as Nintendo doesn't pull the whole well, not everybody has HD thing. Because well, yeah, like it, they don't need to say it. Um, it's just, well, it is what it is. Like, I not mean, everybody has 4K. As soon as they say that, they go, "Oh, that's that sounds like an excuse." Yeah, they just and I think that the difference here is. I mean, okay, so going from your standard TV to an HD was quite a price jump at the time. But 4K, I haven't seen much of a difference in price. Well, now we're a couple of years, we're actually quite a few years into it. We're now getting to the point where like, okay, now I think 4K is now my next TV. If my HD TV breaks, 4K is the next one. But yeah. a year ago, like not even, like we're we're now at the point. So this is, this is very interesting to see Nintendo say a revision is not necessarily uh happening right away i th- i don't know i feel like that might be a mistake i think you can only hold this position for so long yeah. until like graphics are about to take another leap here like yeah. as soon as uh, the next generation xbox or playstation comes out switch is start going to start looking a little weak compared to that the the novelty of taking it wherever you want to go is going to wear off and so we'll see i don't know if nintendo can keep doing this i definitely uh, think this needs to be something that's in development at the time Something yep. that they're not ready to announce, but something that they need to be working on. Yep. Um, especially if they're going to keep continue on with the Switch. It needs to be something mm-hmm. that, you know, next year we're going to announce and we're going to release it. Um, well, I'm of the opinion that they are already just saying that it's not coming out anytime soon. Yeah. Um, next and, winter. Yeah. That's definitely Honestly. something. So and uh, every two years. We got a couple, um, a couple of comments here. So Tony said that he got a 1080 Ti. Um, it's a 11 gigabyte in last summer, and now it's double the price. Um, yeah. yeah. So sell it. Exactly. For a hundred dollars more than you bought it for, but six hundred dollars <laughs> less than anybody else can buy, and everybody wins. Um, and then Bad Bit Games is in here. He said. What's uh, up, Joseph? He said that uh, yeah, I was going to upgrade my PC graphics card. But with those Bitcoin people killing, or with those Bitboy people are killing it at the moment. So that's something we covered there. And then uh, Gamer Boy's in here too. He says, uh, "What's up?" So how's it going? I, um, I am tempted. While Mr. Babbitt is in the in the house, I am tempted by that God of War uh, PS4 limited edition console. I'm a sucker for limited edition consoles. <laughs> dude, uh, Project here. Scorpio in the other room. Tough, dude. dude, and it's nice to finally have somebody that likes limited editions as much as me. I they buy... have to be good. Exactly. I don't just buy anything. Like any garbage. I got the he Destiny. Do it, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
tempted. I'm I am tempted. And the thing is, like that, this is why it's all connected. Um, my my sights were set on a 1070. That's not happening. Guess what? I was still saving for it. it maybe it is. Maybe it is a PS4 Pro. Who knows? <laughs> so uh, I guess the you the... let me change my name. <laughs> Uh, the next thing we have here is uh, Activision confirms remasters for 2018. So, um, I guess the biggest thing is the, I guess as far as Nintendo goes, we're getting ban or not Banjo Kazooie, um, Crash Bandicoot. The classic mistake with all these mascots. You don't even you Crash Crash Clank a lot, and Ratchet and Kazooie. Um, that one missed. That's okay. <laughs> so they announced a Call of Duty game in the second half of 2018. In addition, we expect to deliver ongoing content for our various franchises, including expansion paths for Hearthstone and Destiny 2, in events for Overwatch, or in-game events for Overwatch, and map apps for. Uh, Call of Duty World War Two, as far or as well as releases for remastered versions of titles from our library of IP. We also expect to release at least two new mobile titles during 2018, including a social social casino game from King. So, what do we think uh, about on this? I mean, I'm I, not I think... I'm not the best to talk about Activision here because I guess. I don't know. Uh, the last two years, I've just been solely Nintendo, until I picked up the PS4. So I'm, I, like I said, I'm not the best to talk about Activision here. I I, I think um, the the rumor that Spyro is getting a set of remakes is, is interesting. Yeah. I I would uh, I would play some Spyro. And you know, now that the Activision is bringing uh, Crash Bandicoot over to the Switch, uh, we could maybe see Spyro coming over to the Switch. Yeah, that, that would be that cool. That would interest me. Yeah, I haven't played Spyro since uh, the first PlayStation, so that would definitely be cool. I'm happy for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said, like, it might have even been, like, last year when, when Crash was first announced to be coming, and we are all reacting to it, and everybody was speculating that time, like, maybe Spyro's next, and I'm like, go ahead. I the, That game, to me, is so boring. But if it, if it tickles your nostalgia balls, then go for it. <laughs> uh, so another another comment here. Uh, Joseph says, do it, Sean. Just do it. I did uh, it. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe that, that God of War. We'll see. If it, it has to be in stock when I'm feeling stupid one day. Uh, those two things have to... Well, the, the latter happens quite often, so let's be honest. It just has to be in stock. <laughs> so our, uh, our next... Uh news article here we have is the switch 5.0 is live it is the newest patch on the switch and we've got the patch notes here so what do you guys think about that have you both upgraded or updated your switches to the 5.0 no it wanted to kick me out of stardew valley you just hold your horses there 5.0 <laughs> <laughs> let me get to the end of the day and then maybe i'll think about it also this is maybe i don't nintendo i feel sometimes tries so hard to be so different this is not a 5.0.0 update in no. my opinion no not this at is all. a 4.7.3 totally unremarkable set of patch notes here yeah uh i mean 
the one thing I do like is that they are sort of expanding how you find your friends, but what it's totally a diversion tactic where, oh, look, you can add your Twitter and your Facebook friends. So maybe you'll forget about the whole like friend code thing because we told you that wasn't going to be here, but it's still here and it's still a thing. And But there's Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. And we got rid of Mitomo, so I guess we're going to have to replace it with something. To me, that was it's at the top for a reason at the top of the of the patch notes for a reason other things like you can choose new pictures for your for your avatar i feel like the only correct avatar selection is your your me because i don't know mm-hmm. which which thomas is mario i've got six thomas marios on there like i, I need a little bit more of a differentiator uh yeah everything else is like just just tweaks and stuff i will say that I am not one who is looking for a total like makeover of the UI. I feel like if this is what we get for the rest of, of the system's life, I'm totally fine with it. The store on the other hand definitely needs a bit of, a oh, bit yeah. of work. Yeah. But, but the reason that this, this system is so efficient is because of how bare bones it is. And that's something that's been said a thousand times, but I just don't think this lines up with a 5.0.0. That's my only, that's my biggest thing on this one, guys. Yeah. I feel the same way too, because the biggest thing they did was the, um, Facebook and Twitter friends, which I think should have been there from the beginning because they've already had it on our, you know, the, the Nintendo social apps mm. or Nintendo, uh, I guess, um, smartphone apps. That was mm. there on those, so that should have been carried straight over to the uh, the Switch. But as far as everything else goes, it seems like it's just, I mean, pretty ma. They're in no rush though, right? Like they don't need to be. No. These are any of these like fancy features that we're all screaming for obviously don't matter for to 15 million people. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the big stuff that everybody wants to come is going, we're going to get a huge update when they go live with their, uh, their paid online. And I think that's where we're going to start getting the, the bigger things that everybody's, everybody's kind of yelling for right now. Like I wonder, the, man, I, I can sense expectations getting a little, Unworld, un, unwieldy out of this world a little a little too much I, don't, I think we all need to just check ourselves a little bit with that online stuff well and like some of the stuff that I've read um, people definitely need to reel back I think you know right there at the beginning we're going to get um, I hope we get the, the themes I think that's going to be a paid thing so like on Playstation where you can go in and buy themes I definitely mm-hmm. think you know so basically the 3DS carried over um, yep. Also, you know, okay, of course you're going to get what they provide as an online service. Hopefully that includes some things like trophies because that adds replay value, of course. So they're going to want people to replay games and uh, other things like uh, hopefully it seems like they backpedaled. And this is something we've talked about before, but they backpedaled and hopefully that the, the voice chat's going to be fixed and patched into the switch but i don't think we're gonna get everything all in um you know they're not just gonna blow their load all at once it's gonna be oh. yeah <laughs> it's gonna be nintendo's uh, learn tantric <laughs> it's gonna be something that they carry out throughout um <laughs> the the end of their fiscal year it's gonna be a continued release schedule like they've been doing right now mm-hmm. um so it's not gonna be everything all at once uh, hopefully the the uh, the um, 
virtual console stuff that they're working on. Hopefully that's all available day one. Like that needs They've to be. They've also never said anything about virtual no, console. No, no. And I think like what me and Tony talked about, I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast or not, but what we were thinking is, so everything that's available on the NES Classic and the SNES Classic, that's what you're going to get. So it's not that great for the people that have already picked those up, but they've um, brought them up as in um, groups or uh, a certain list of games. So it's going to be those things available to Switch owners. So the people that weren't um, available to pick up the the NES Classic and the SNES Classic, those games are going to be available to the Switch Online people, which isn't totally outlandish because they're already ready to go. But I think that's going to kind of be the the gotcha thing there at the beginning. Mm. Anyways, so our next topic is the inside Xbox highlights. So we got a list of um, of stuff going on over at the Xbox place. So what do you guys think about that? This is not really so much of a list, but this uh, article is... Uh, really just highlighting three things uh, that were discussed in, the, in their new Inside Xbox series that premiered on, was that Saturday? Um, the first one being that the uh, Xbox One X and S will be getting support for FreeSync, um, which there's a whole lot of technical jargon you could say with the word FreeSync, but the the, the basic gist of it is it's going to help when your TV, which is locked at 60 frames per second, is dealing with a game that might not be running at 60 frames per second on the Xbox. It's going to help uh, with the screen tearing and stuttering that you normally get with that um, by syncing the frame rate of the TV with the game. Um, PC gamers have been doing it for a while, um, so this was a, a good, uh, a good step, uh, a step in the right direction for for Xbox to to do that. The second thing was um, automatic game mode switching, and that is basically where a lot of TVs have a built-in game mode that will run the games better than its primary mode. Um, but if you don't know how to do it, it can be a pain in the butt to get game mode set up on your TV. And then you have to turn it back off when you're done playing games because videos don't run as well in game mode as they do in the regular standard mode. Uh, this would make it so that when you're playing a game, it would switch over. If your TV is compatible, it would switch over to game mode automatically and then switch back to video mode as soon as you're done playing. Oh, yeah. And then the third... Um, the third part of it was a fix for the RGB color output problem that, uh, that's been affected by the console's built-in 4K Blu-ray drives. Um, so we don't know exactly how well that fix is going to work, but, um, if you have been on the fence about getting an Xbox One X because you don't want messed up color in your movies, this might be something that helps push you over, you know, the edge for the, the Xbox One X. So, I guess with you guys, both of you guys own Xbox. I mean, is this uh, these big things, or is this more of a, a small little patch? 
if I had an Xbox One X, I would or an S, I would be really happy to get rid of the screen tearing. But I have the standard base model, and uh, um, I have no intentions of upgrading that at any time soon. So um, it's not something I can get excited about, but it's something I'm happy they're doing. Okay. Everything else I don't care about. Yeah, I don't think this is going to move consoles, really. This is like the X, in a lot of ways, is already a bit of a and a niche thing like you really have to know what you're looking for i think for a lot a lot of people are fine with what they have i think that's the biggest thing so if you're already not in the market for something like that this isn't going to go oh well you've got free sync thank goodness now i'm going to get it it's yeah. this is such a it's such a minor thing in, in the grand scheme of things the one thing i i thought was interesting in the article though was that it it mentions that uh physical media purchasing is sticking around a lot longer maybe even increasing in the next year uh, it's sticking around longer than people thought it would, and, it, and it's attributing that a lot to uh, Disney has started releasing titles such as Coco, Star Wars The Last Jedi, in the latest disc format of, of 4K. So who knows, man? It'd be interesting to see if Sony actually made the wrong call on not having a 4K, uh, a 4K Blu-ray player in their in their systems. Because that that was such a weird thing, and you know you could back it on the on the data that says not many people are, are watching movies or buying discs anymore, but it would be interesting to see that trend kind of come back, kind of like uh, vinyl records a little bit, where mm -hmm. now everybody's buying it. I can at least understand it though, because when when Sony had their HD player, um, I don't know how many years ago that was, but if you didn't have an HD DVD player, you couldn't play the HD DVD. They wouldn't play in a regular DVD player. And and so that was like one of their biggest failed experiments. And I think that's kind of got them a little gun shy about going out and doing, you know, very specific uh, media player modes uh, again. No, that was on Xbox. The HD DVD was on X was on 360. No, this is this was before they even had a 360. I'm I'm talking probably 2000. The very first had to have been before 360. The very first um, um, Transformers movie I accidentally bought on HD DVD. And it was saying that I had to have a Sony HD DVD player to play the movie. I don't hmm. want to go 0-2 on fact-checking on guy. On, on <laughs> I was already wrong on once, but... but uh, no, I don't I don't think it was Sony. Because Sony, Sony is absolutely Blu-ray. It was Blu-ray mm -hmm. versus HD DVD. And Transformers on HD DVD, I actually have. It is in my garage. I've got a whole, <laughs> I've got, I feel like I almost have every single HD DVD that they ever made. I even have knocked up on HD DVD. Nice. <laughs> I bought that on, I think it was one of the Halo release days. Might have been Halo 3. That, that was nonsense. Maybe Halo 4. I can't remember. Thank you, Tony. Tony says HD DVDs were Xbox. Okay. I can admit that I might be one. One and two. <laughs> I'm playing the actually role tonight. <laughs> Tony also said, "Did you guys see that 24 karat gold Xbox One?" Scorpio I heard about edition. it. I have not yeah. seen this. It's ridiculous. It's too <laughs> shiny. <laughs> this is how Sony does their limited edition consoles. Like, Just make the whole thing shiny, and everybody will love it. It's ridiculous, but it's for people who want to go nuts and go get gamer score which there's no way i can't even beat my like my my limited friends list i'm never at the top 
I'm always getting beaten by Luke Lore and all these other people. And I would never be able to compete with anybody who like knows how to do this. Like they've been they've been getting hundreds of thousands of points on Game Score every month. So that's those are the people who are gonna get that one. Yeah. So this topic here um, kind of rolls us into, or I guess this uh, news headline kind of rolls us into our first topic, which will probably be our only topic this time. Um, anyways, so with the release of Sea of Thieves, I've been looking at the Xbox One, which is the only console I haven't picked up yet. And I want you guys, since you both own Xboxes, I whether or neither... Whether the less, um, I'm gonna pick one up. But really, what I want you guys to do is um, kind of go into depth about Xbox um, and sell me on one system or the other. Should we go X or S? So uh, I'm gonna turn this over to you, Sean. So okay. what? Um, we got some questions here. So um, what are they before, doing? Before you oh. do that, though, who, who is our, our discussion? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. So our um, discussion topics are brought to you guys by OP Seat. It's like a Lakitu cloud for your rear end. They are very comfortable seats. They're awesome seats, and uh, they're also very affordable. So I picked mine up for like 189 bucks, which is decent for one of these um, fancy gaming computer chairs. So if you're watching the the video here, you can kind of see mine, but uh, they're... Very comfortable, and uh, they're going to take us into our discussion topics. So, anyways, back to Xbox One here. Um, Sean, so besides the release of the Xbox One X, what is something that they are working on or what you're most looking forward to, I guess, for this, this year, so for 2018? What are they doing? Um, games, features, everything. Here's the thing about Xbox that most people forget. I might blow your minds here, you guys. I might <laughs> just like, there's a couple things that, that people forget because you see these big commercials, they spend millions of dollars on games like Destiny and Call of Duty and and all these, and Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront, big IP, and you get a PlayStation logo at the end. They all play on this this guy here too. They play on my Xbox One X. I've got all those games on my Xbox One X. Um, I love playing. I'm looking forward to specifically to answer your question. Far Cry Five. I'm mm-hmm. pumped to play on my X. I'm pumped to play uh, Red Dead Redemption on my X. Mm-hmm. In addition to the the three big sort of like exclusives that they're talking about this year being Sea of Thieves, of course, Crackdown, and then uh, Save Decay Two. Part of Game Pass. Sheldon, if you don't have a, a Xbox right now, like you are like the perfect person to pick up an X and then get a whole bunch a whole bunch of months of Game Pass and you're set. Like you don't even have to think about what to, what game to buy next or what like there's no decisions anymore. All you got to do is just download stuff. So, and and this is my thing. So, um for everybody that kind of listens to us, you know that currently I am at my mother's house cuz we had a house fire. And uh, we're in the process of tearing our house down. We're building a new one. And um, I'm looking at, uh, we're going to have like a big family room, basically. And I'm going to buy, of course, we're going to get another TV. And um, the 
4K TVs are priced the same point as basically every other HD TV. So, of mm-hmm. course, I'm going to get a 4K. And yep. that was kind of my first, you know, like maybe I should just buy an X because I might as well use the 4K TV for what it's, you know, it's it's there mm-hmm. for. Yep. Um, so the, the price points there – um, what is the, I guess I, I was looking earlier, but what are the, the, what's the X priced at, I guess, like the, well, it was on eBay. Like the other day it came with an extra controller. It was like three twenty nine or something. Okay. It so that's not crazy, bad. but I'm pretty sure it's normally four ninety nine. Okay. But I would say watch over the next little bit. Like I, I feel like there's going to be some pack-ins. There's always, there's always a game that comes with it, right? Like mm-hmm. they were doing PUBG for a little while. They've now done that for the S um but yeah man there's i so, i feel like if you're not in a rush like if you're waiting for your house to be done mm-hmm. then the next few months i think they're really going to be that that's going to start taking over as a primary skew yeah and so i saw the the sea of thieves sort of themed xbox i don't know if the the whole xbox is themed but i did see the controller and stuff and i didn't know if that controller comes packed in with the sea of thieves um xbox like the package you know so like the pack-in game and everything so is mm-hmm. that something that comes packed in with the xbox or is that something you have to buy separate no it looks separate there is uh, I was really hoping that they were going to do a limited edition Sea of Thieves like designed X mm-hmm. because at West Edmonton Mall there's a big boat in the middle of the mall like oh, you can just like go onto this giant Santa Maria ship and I wanted to do an unboxing there you can you can host like parties and stuff you can rent it for like fifty five bucks an hour and I'm like that's where I'm doing it I want to like set up a camera I'll pay the fifty five bucks or whatever I'll be in and out <laughs> in an hour. dude I'll shoot this thing but but lo and behold they haven't announced anything and the thing is out next week so yeah. Um, so Controller's probably I, it. I mean, Sea of Thieves is really what's pushing me to like whether or not. I mean, like I'm picking an Xbox up. I mean, doesn't matter what happens, I'm picking one up for that game. Mm-hmm. But like I said, you know, I really want to be. Um, I really want you guys to explain the the differences there. Um, mm-hmm. whether or not it's going to be worth the pickup for the X or the S. Um, I mean, of course, most of the games that I play. Um, it's just, uh, you know, I pick up like our third party games I've been picking up on PlayStation, except Did for the, play fig- huh? yeah, yeah. no, no, no. So I, uh, went from basically everything. So we had a growing up, we had the PlayStation mm-hmm. and then I ended up with a PlayStation two. And then from there I went to Xbox 360 and mm-hmm. That really fought for my time with the Wii because I did have the Wii too, but I mean, I mostly played on Xbox 360. And like, my favorite thing about Xbox is both their online system because they have the most solid online and the controller, which yep. Nintendo is really corrected with the Pro Controller, but the Xbox controller has always been the most comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's already got me like, you know, excited to pick it up because of all the games I played on Xbox 360 plus I really love Halo and I want to play yeah. Halo. <laughs> so um really I mean and I've I've got the funds for the game for either for either console I've already got the funds for it. But mm-hmm. uh you know I just really want to be sold on it. My thing about the Xbox is that it becomes my like my PlayStation and my my Nintendo are my mm-hmm. exclusive machines. Yep. For 3 for 360 for my Xbox like I don't need I don't need it to have a whole bunch of exclusives because like 90% of the games are cross-platform anyways. Mm-hmm. And I just, 
pick it up on that. I was able to from like now PlayStation can add on a hard drive, but unless you have a pro, your USB port is in the front. So these things matter to me. Like these are kind of like the nitpicky things that matter. This thing I can kind of sit in the back and it's and it's tucked away. Um, EA Access for 30 bucks. I just saw I was in a group and they were saying Titanfall 2 and uh, Battlefield 1 are on sale for $20. And it's like, or you could pay $30 for a year of EA Access and get those and Dragon Age Inquisition and all these other different types of games mm-hmm. that are amazing. As much as EA gets crapped on, EA Access is easily the best value in video games around. Like, and it's actually back for the whole year. Yes, man. $30 a year is like five bucks a month. And you can try all the games that you probably won't want to buy in the end anyways. Mass mm-hmm. Effect, Andromeda, Star Wars Battlefront, and Burnout Paradise Remaster. Three examples of get your 10, 10 hours for free and then avoid really having to do too much more. You get all the achievements and everything. I think that's great about it. So between Game Pass and EA Access, and if you're new to the Xbox One X or, or Xbox One family, you're set for like a hundreds of games. The last thing I'll say, because I know Mike wants to jump in, if you were the reason I asked about 360 is all your 360 games, like well most of them, and a ton of them are getting that Xbox One X enhancements, which somebody has dubbed mm-hmm. free masters, which are free remasters. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Forza Horizon looks absolutely crazy good on it. Fallout 3 mm-hmm. was one of the first ones they announced. Like they're just building a case for this one that like they're they're leaving the S behind in more than just games that are coming out now. It's if you were with the with Xbox with the 360, which a ton of people were, that's drawing people into the X, I think. So a quick question here, um, as far as the games go, is the does the console do the upscaling to like 4K or is it built around the games? I guess. Um, uh, yeah, you'll notice a bigger difference like when the patch drops. Like okay. when I when I first got it and none of the patches were there, I was like, I don't know if this is worth it. But the low times were still significantly better. Like they mm-hmm. were halved on Forza Horizon 7 in some cases going from like, like even though you're going to be left with a 30 second load time, which is probably still longer than it should be, it was a minute on the S and things like that. Um, and then the other thing, like I play on 1080p TVs. Like I even if you were to go with a 1080p TV, uh, I still think that it's worth it because anytime it's making me choose between performance and graphics. So performance being just like 60 frames no matter what it's gonna like yeah graphics being density of textures and and shadows and lighting and thing like that because i'm not pushing out too many pixels i can just go graphics the whole time so it's like Mm. it actually looks so much better i've had friends over we've we've brought we've had every different type of xbox playing PUBG at the same time and you can see like just an insane difference we're looking down a scope and where buildings are appearing in the x version it's just like flat landscape on an s or an original one like there's i mean that's probably an extreme case PUBG just because of how janky it is already yeah but that was like it was crazy it was actually probably giving me an advantage over people who didn't have the power to to see further into the distance yeah so definitely the the ah, sorry the draw distances and everything load way quicker than yeah but none of those things are sexy are they like draw distances are great, low times <laughs> well, are awesome, see, but like they and, all add up to a better experience. Yeah, seeing something mm-hmm. I guess that's new to me because, like I said, I mainline Nintendo, mm-hmm. <laughs> so all these like the graphical things. I mean, that's all something that's sort of uh, um, new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, you know, I I want to 
I mean, all the games I've been picking up on PlayStation, I mean, I feel like um, I'd be able to pick those up on Xbox. And if I'm going to be playing it in 4K or with the upgraded um, the, the upgraded system, I guess that would mm-hmm. make it a better purchase for me. But yeah, uh, a controller you like. And, and And that's the thing, too, is the controller is something that I'm used to. Um, PlayStation, basically I picked up the PlayStation for the exclusives. Um, I really like JRPGs. More of those come out on PlayStation. I like mm-hmm. Persona, so I picked up the PlayStation. Um, <clears throat> also, I guess, you know, some of the, uh, the, the third-party stuff I've been picking up on Nintendo just because I- I'm Sheldon and I buy it everywhere. So, uh, <laughs> and I like to support Nintendo still. And I want to see more of those games carried over, but... Um, I guess, so some of the problems I had with Xbox were the, like the overheating problems and stuff like that. I mean, has that been something they focused on fixing? Um, have you seen anything? I guess I haven't looked at a lot of the news, I guess with the Xbox one, but, uh, is that something that they kind of focused on fixing, um, fan noise, stuff like that? I guess those nitpicking things too, but, uh. Um, it My all Xbox makes a difference. doesn't make any noise, but I, you know, I haven't heard the term "Red Ring of Death" at all during the Xbox One life cycle, okay. which was a, the overheating issue. And I think also though, if you know how to sit down your console the right way and you're not setting it on top of its fan, mm-hmm. that was the big problem they had. During this isn't the plugged in, by the way. I know you guys are staring at this. This is, <laughs> the bottom, the S is not plugged in. It's is I don't run it like this. If I'm ever using the S, I take the X off of it. It's not a permanent setup. The, the 360 had had this design where if you stood it up like you wanted to, mm-hmm. you were setting it right on top of its fan. You had to set it sideways, which most people didn't do, which is what caused that red ring of death. So yeah, they have fixed it in the, in the sense like the the fan is in a better place and it doesn't look like it needs to be stood up anyways. Okay. So if you're gonna buy one though. You, I, and you're going to have a 4K TV, you might as well go for the 4K machine. Don't do not do to yourself um, an Xbox One S, and then down the line you're going, well, I need the X now because it's not playing 4K like all these games are available in. So, yeah. so I guess my last question, though, is uh, I guess, and like again, I'm not fully up to date on Xbox, what exclusives are worth picking up there? I mean, aside from Sea of Thieves, because that's a definitely day one pickup for me. Like, I'm yeah, gonna like buy that game. Go like, I don't have an X get or I don't have an Xbox yet, but I'm definitely yeah. picking that game up just because I want it and I'm I know I'm gonna play it. So Quantum as it, break. Oh man, hmm? <laughs> that's what you lead with. Come on, any that's, that's that is probably one of my favorite uh, Microsoft games in the last few years. It, oh it, wow, it's very it, good. Is very good. Uh, as a Nintendo, I know you, Sheldon. Though mm-hmm. I think I think Ori and the Blind Forest is the first one you should play. Okay. Like, and the funny thing is that it's not the one that's gonna like show you the power of the Xbox or anything like that. But mm-hmm. it's something that you can't get anywhere else. But you will love that game. Awesome. Yeah, I have to say you'd probably like that game. Uh, but yeah, also do do Quantum Break. <laughs> Quantum Break would be good to do now because it's outside of the hype bubble. It's outside of like all the attention like 
oh, let's find out what's wrong with this. This is a strange format with the TV, the episodes in between and everything. Everybody wanted to find a reason to hate that. I really, really liked that game. Horrible boss battle at the end, uh, but that game yeah, was right? very, very good. Mm. Awesome. So is there anything else you guys feel like uh, needs to be brought up, I guess, on this? I mean, you've already... Uh, okay. Yeah, so... I get Cuphead. I, like, these are the things <laughs> oh, you, need, yeah. you need to spend a, a Dude, ton of money. Data Decay 2 is going to be 30 bucks. Uh, Cuphead is 20 bucks. Ori in the Blind Forest is dirt cheap. It's got a great definitive edition. You can go on. There's a, there's a couple weeks at least of gaming for you. And I guess another question I have, um, how does the online compared to like what playstation does with the um you know the free games every month stuff like that what what's included in like the xbox gold because that's what i would go with so xbox games with gold does a 360 game uh two of them every month if i'm not mistaken uh one from the first to the 15th and one from the 16th to the end of the month okay and now every 360 game that you get for free is playable on your Xbox One, so you don't have to have a 360 to play it. So those games work with the disc, or can no, like, how, a, how, how does that it's work? A download. It's, it's a download, but here's the thing. Um, with the 360 games, you can keep it even if you don't have Xbox Live anymore. The Xbox One games that are games with gold, you have to keep your subscription to continue playing the games. Okay. So um, how, do, no. how does that work with, like, how does it know which games you have, or is it just the Xbox um, the Xbox 360 library that's available to you? It's, it's handled through the store, so if you don't have the game digitally and you can download it, um, they'll, they'll have the button uh, for the Xbox One games, which they do two of those every month, too, but they do one that runs for the whole month and one that runs from the 16th through the 15th of the next month. Oh, yeah. Um, so the Xbox One games will have a button that just says get, but you'll also have the option to purchase it because, again, if you don't keep your Xbox Live subscription act, that game goes away. Okay. Um, but the Xbox 360 games, which are now all playable on the Xbox One with the games of gold, the... Uh, those games are yours to keep after you pay for them. They take you actually more to what looks like a 60 purchase screen and actually have you confirm your PayPal account and all that, even if you're not going to charge it. Okay. Um, so really quick, uh, MFG, Mr. I can't ever say his first name right, but uh, MFG is in here. He said uh, hello, and he said, holy crap, I forgot to watch you guys. Reaction to the Nintendo Direct? Yes, it was pretty good. Me and Tony got pretty excited there. <laughs> um. Anyways, Sean. So you guys, don't you forget, guys... Joseph says super hot is the Xbox Live with gold this month. Super hot, amazing. Oh yeah, I can't there wait we go. To play that, dude. So what's okay? Okay. So what is super hot? I've heard this before, but I haven't looked at it. You've probably heard the trailer, super hot, super. So it is a first-person shooter, a very unique-looking one. All the enemies are sort of like these weird just assemblance of polygons. And the game only progresses. Like, the, the, the enemies only move and attack you if you move. When okay. you stand still, everything freezes. So you can sort of, like, have a look around and plan what you want to do next. But with every move, they get they get closer to you, and the bullets move towards you and everything like that. So it's a very unique take on on a first person shooter, probably the most unique take on a first person perspective since maybe even Portal. Like it changes 
combat to more of a puzzle of if I move here, they can get there or they're following me in this way. And if you if you duck or if all your different movements mean so much more and you can that's, you can really just pause and, and plan out your attack. Dude, now that sounds really cool because I like um, you know, like our over our top view um tactical games. So yeah. it almost it almost sounds like a tactical game, like XCOM almost. That'd it's be a, cool. It's a total blend of like uh real time and turn based. Like it's up to you when you're taking your next turn to inactivate uh the real time part of the game super cool it's super cool and super hot all at the same time it's amazing dude that sounds really good (laughs) um so i guess kind of our next question for you sean um you had the you had or access to the sea of thieves beta right yep so what was your experience with that I wasn't sure what to think, so I grabbed some rum and I put on my pirate hat and I just, I don't know, man, there's something just so ridiculous about this game. Like, who the hell even knows what you're supposed to be doing? You just kind of, like, fired up with a bunch of your friends. This is, again, this is uh, for anybody who likes Nintendo and grew up with with the rare days of Nintendo. It's just fun. Like, there really is, if you're looking for something else, I don't even know if it's there and I don't even know if I care. So... With the beta, I don't know if, if the game is going to be this way as well, but for, with the beta, it, it really didn't direct you in terms of what to do. You just figured it out. You got It took me like an hour to figure out where my boat was, so that was my number one problem. <laughs> but like there's no – somebody was comparing it to Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag where you sort of drive a boat like a car where mm-hmm. you like accelerate and stop and things like that. But like that's not really how this works. There's, a, there's this sensation that you get when you're playing Sea of Thieves and you are anchored. You get on the boat and you're anchored to the ground and you can do it yourself or you can have a whole a bunch of people raise the anchor by all turning this wheel around. And once that anchor lifts, the boat starts to submit to the motions in the ocean. And you can just kind of feel this, oh, we are, we're off. Like I have, I am in no control. I better figure out what to do next and you got to get a guy behind the wheel and you got to drop your sails and angle them the right way to catch the wind and you have to work as a team and seriously joseph in the chat we have to play this together (laughs) it is it's so different i don't remember having this much joy playing anything uh co-op in a long long time because it's so different you can choose to engage in battle with people or you can choose not to you can just instead throw your friend into the into the cannon and fire him to the island that you're going to you can go on quests and you can take in different uh you can take in your chest one at a time or risk it kind of like a bloodborne type of thing where you can just like try to pile up a whole bunch of booty and then trade it in it's it, you play it however you want to it's so open and i think the biggest thing is is uh, that first feeling when you take up the anchor and that boat starts to shake back and forth. It is so much fun. It, it, you have to experience it. $10 for Game Pass, you get it on day one. Are you freaking kidding me? Can we just like celebrate this again for a second? It's amazing. Okay, so that comes out on the 20, 20th? On the 20th, yeah. Yeah, yeah so okay, so today. so it's the 13th. Man, I I don't know. I might, I'm pumped. I, I might have to. I Dude, so I didn't know about this game like other than the name of it and i mm-hmm. saw like of course you changed your your twitter name there Shaun and I, saw, I, I sort of saw things going on but i never saw a um like a trailer for it and like you said i mean something like okay so like nintendo players if you have not watched the the trailer for it go watch it because 
that sold me on it. Just the look of the game and just everything about it. Just I like as that 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 pushed me over to Xbox. Like I was like, man, I have to get one of these consoles. I have to play this game. Yeah, it's a there's I have a couple of let's plays up on YouTube.com/slash We the Nerdy, and you can kind of fast forward once we finally start to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But it is so if you don't know what to do, like you can just sit there and play music if you want to. If uh, if you accidentally um, run into the shore or a rock or something like your hull will will spring a leak spring a leak and you got to plug it up and so your whole crew just gets like frantic like holy crap we're taking water we got to go fix this thing you got to board it up with with these things you get your bucket and and grab the water out which sounds like not fun when you say to me like you're gonna have to go do this manual labor and get the water out of your ship it sounds awful but it's so satisfying to fix the ship keep yourself from sinking and then just keep pirating it's like so it's like it's Animal so Crossing. It's a simple concept, but it's really fun. You're doing it chores. <laughs> totally. It is. You're doing You're right now. <laughs> um, I, want, I want to see bigger ships. I want to see bigger crews. They can they can take they can take this thing. So uh sorry, I don't need to keep going. Oh wait, on. no, you're good. Um so MSG says uh if it's an Xbox One over PS4, I recommend Xbox One. Uh, Rocket League is on Switch, and that's one of the only Xbox games I personally would play. Uh, Bad Bit said, yes, I'm so in. And then uh, MFG said, hey, we the nerdy, I just saw you join when looking at the participants. So uh, definitely go over there and check their the, um, their stuff out. Uh, Sean does a podcast over there, which is We the GamerCast, and it's an awesome podcast. It's one of my favorites. Thanks, man. But uh, anyways. I'm really um, enjoying the remodeled version of the uh if we ran nintendo yeah dude thank you that's really cool and uh if if tony doesn't you know stop ignoring me maybe (laughs) running away from the sickness i'm loving having like like pairs and and people who podcast together come on as the guests i think that like yet this week we had flux opposed and that was awesome yeah, I, mean, I think that's a thing. I think that's dude, a thing from now on. I'm so excited too. Like I'm gonna be and up you there. You guys are gonna be live. We're, we're gonna, gonna do it live. We're gonna do it. Just sitting around the table doing the podcast. That's gonna be so much mm-hmm. fun. But uh, anyways, with uh, with Sea of Thieves, how many people can join and play together? Is it like a two or a four or? Yeah, up to four. Up to four. Cruise of okay. up to four. Yeah. So how's that yeah, work yeah. though? Like with, um, so. I guess is is it like a Monster Hunter thing where you have uh, a crew or um, or is like I guess because everybody kind of has their own individual playthrough or is it mostly an online thing or how how's that all work? Yeah, I don't know about a story playthrough, and so really in that way it's not really like Monster Hunter at all. Okay, and a thousand times easier to join up together mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, and even like there can be you you sort of still exist within the same world as other people even if you're not playing with them if that makes sense like if you're not partied up with people you're still living within the same game world yeah. as other people that's where the like some of the pvp comes in mm-hmm. and you can choose to fight them or you just kind of okay we're gonna be friends and i, I just i think it would be amazing to see like a flying V of boats just in the ocean just because people just decided that that's what they wanted to do. Like, I would love to see like these different formations that people come up with just on the fly because that's what the internet does. They come up with crazy stuff. Dude, that almost sounds like they took the, uh, the, oh man, I always forget the name of it. I just said it earlier. The, uh, the space game, (laughs) the space game that everyone hated. No man's sky. It seems like they kind of took that format and made it better. 
I was yeah. kind of thinking that too, because it kind of mm -hmm. sounds very sandboxy. Yeah. Yep. Kind of make it your own. Mm-hmm. No, dude. So that game, I am very excited for, and you've you've got. I, I okay. So I have the Xbox One X page pulled up. <laughs> so like Let's I'm go. I'm very excited like I think I'm gonna order this tonight just just so I can jump into that game day one like I, I need it I really no, need I'm gonna it. send this clip to Xbox Canada <laughs> that's another one we can count towards Sean you guys just, uh, Tony, the Tony says uh, buy it now <laughs> buy it now buy it now so uh, yeah so you this change your name as many times as you want man that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so so you guys did a good job tonight selling me on this Xbox, and like you said, you know I, I I'm definitely gonna jump into the uh, the One X. Um, I really don't want to, like you said, Mike. You know I don't want to end up with the S, and uh, and be thinking, man, I should have bought the X and go through the trade in and spending more money than I need to. And Tony also says, and cloud saves. Tony or uh, Sean, you'll be happy. You're, you're happy with the cloud saves, <laughs> and it's so easy. It just happens. It, it just saves it. It's, it's incredible. It's definitely something that. It's definitely Nintendo something Nintendo. that the Nintendo needs. <laughs> but uh, you don't have to sink your trophies or anything stupid like that. <laughs> so, is there anything else you guys wanted to jump in here on this uh, big Xbox topic we've been covering? No man, you bought it in sales. You stop talking when you, when somebody says I'm buying, you're done. <laughs> Don't give me reason to rethink it. Exactly. Yeah, man. Uh, so I've I've got my I've got the clicker. I've got the clicker on buy now. So it's it's happening. It's happening this week. But Sean, so I have one more quick question. So I know you were playing, um, not the division, but uh, God dang it, <laughs> the uh, the Halo clone. Um, I haven't played it Halo forever. Clone. Um. Oh man, the guys that made Halo made it. Oh, Destiny. Destiny. So you're playing Destiny two, right? On Xbox mm -hmm. One. So yep. what games like um we're gonna we're gonna throw Destiny in there. What games are you still playing online? Um these major the online Divi games. The division is one of them actually. So I fired back up. Nice. Yeah. And that's um, getting a uh they've they just released a nice little roadmap for that game to uh to extend some support until we're as we start to wait for uh, the Division 2, and that includes an Xbox One X enhanced version of The Division. And I have to tell you, man, like, even as those, those patches drop, it's like, oh, a reason to go back and play this amazing mm -hmm. game that I maybe had forgotten or didn't play for the first time. Um, Rise of the Tomb Raider is just ridiculous. Oh, man. So, okay, quick question. Is Tomb Raider, so is that one Xbox exclusive? No. No? Was it Xbox exclusive when it first came out? Yes. Okay. Like for, That's what I'm remembering. Like a couple of months or something. Okay. Yeah, it was about a year, and then they did a big 20th anniversary. It was weird how they made it spe They somehow made it special on both consoles. Mm -hmm. It was exclusive when it came out on Xbox, and then they did a 20th anniversary edition on PlayStation. Okay. Great game, though, man. Really, really good. I haven't played Tomb Raider since the one on PS1. <laughs> it's been a long time. It, it looks a little different now. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. Just a bit. Mm hmm. So, uh, so is there any other games like, uh, is it going to be mainly, so, okay. So I have Monster Hunter World, which mm -hmm. I, I think, I think, man, I really, 
I don't know. That's such a great game. And I want to be able to play with as many people as I can. Me and Tony have been playing it on uh, PlayStation 4. I think I'm going to stick there because I've also got... Uh, so I talked to Bobby. And I told Bobby, whenever he gets settled in, get that PlayStation hooked up. I will take him into Monster Hunter and show him how to play it. It's such a great game. You guys should but, uh, I could do that too. We still haven't played together. I know. Like, There's been so much going on that we have not played together yet. Um, but uh, is... I never played much of, uh, oh, God, you guys just said it. <laughs> the no Halo one? Nope, not No Man's oh, Sky. Uh, Destiny. Destiny. So is Destiny 2 something you're still playing? Not a lot, but I would definitely jump in again. Like, I'm kind of waiting for somebody else to, to start up for the first time. I did, I feel like I just started a new character and played for the, through the first hour of it. Mm -hmm. I'm up for anything, man. Like, okay. you get that thing, so, even if you get e EAX, a Titanfall, Battlefield, like, whatever. Man, there's, and there's a ton of games I have not played because, like mm -hmm. I said, I've been Nintendo exclusive for so long. Because, like, with the Wii U, I didn't play anything. Just Wii the game, U. The game nobody talks about for multiplayer is Sunset Overdrive. And oh, yeah. multiplayer is a riot, dude. It's like, it's like Tony Hawk multiplayer, but you shoot the strangest guns you ever saw. <laughs> it's just, that's it's a great totally, game, too. Yeah, awesome game. So I'm going to be looking to you guys, and of course Tony too, for some suggestions then. So the the Xbox is ordered. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. So yeah, We're just going to go ahead and tweet that. So, uh, so we're going to be playing this within the next eh, two weeks. And uh, I'll be looking to you guys for suggestions on games. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, I'm, I'm very compulsive, as you'll find out. Bad um, Big Game says, that's very nice of you, but Bobby's old and gets lost so easily. It's his dementia. He gets confused at night. <laughs> that is so funny, dude. <laughs> um, anyways, I guess we can jump into our uh, our shout-outs here. So we got so some... Before we do that, um, Sean, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find me physically in Canada. Uh, where I'm going to be. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you guys can find me here in, in Edmonton. Um, but on the internet, you can find me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery Capri, like the pants. And on uh, a few of my shows, I'll, I'll just quickly run through. We yeah. the Gamer Cast, of course, yeah. uh, where I have Sweet Hang for Strangers from the internet. Yeah, I do If We Ran Nintendo, and I have guests every single week and we we run nintendo as if we know better than those people who sold 14 million <laughs> consoles in the last year and then the xbox drive is really the the ridiculous show like you like i have had a couple of just silly moments tonight when when you record a podcast on your drive to work it's all that it's 35 to 45 minutes of work depending on traffic i literally order a coffee on my way in and it's it's honestly it's like one of my favorite things that i've that i've ever been a part of and i, I get to record and and chat with my friend dave every thursday morning so you can find that also on on itunes and on the day space network of podcasts that's awesome cool. yeah man and you're also heading uh also heading the make us better group too at the point at the moment yeah, yeah, I, I I try to keep it a short show. I try to be <laughs> the Make Us Better is a very awesome group of creators, and uh, my my goal is to try and include as many of us as possible. I know we're all sort of part of this super indie creator yeah, community. We're all we're all in this together, and I've truly felt from the very beginning we are we are better together and supporting each other and and highlighting each other's work and helping and whatever else. So uh, 
the Patreon is a is sort of manifestation of of all of that. So the the fans and the that people support us um, to push us and literally make us better. That's the reason if we're at Nintendo is live. It's the reason that uh, we the GamerCast has returning guests and everything like that. We have terrific milestones, and if people want more, they can push us to get there. And, and I hope to have more announcements and things to come. I got tons of ideas, man. I. I was just about to give away a big one. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I just about did it. Well, uh, yeah, really, uh, thank you for, for letting me talk about that. I don't even like want to say about going on to support it. it is, it's more just rewarding to have people who share the, the notion of we are all equals on it. Joseph and Mark and I are all like, we share it a hundred percent and we're the same no matter what we all do. Um, and yeah, we just, we just hope to make it grow uh in terms of how many more people we can bring on and be part of it so yeah dude, we'll no. be uh awesome. we'll keep working on it man that's a it's a different take on it for sure but that's kind of what i do i i don't want it i never want it like the xbox drive happened for god's sake so <laughs> i always try to do some a little little unique yeah no uh the the make us better group is awesome um i definitely say that between the nintendo dads and then you you know you and bobby were really the big drive for me and Tony to start our own podcast and kind of get out there. Um, That's cool, man. But um, I've been a proud supporter of the Make Us Better for a long time yes. now. And yes. uh, if you guys have we not have checked it out, for you. <laughs> if you guys haven't checked it out, make sure you go over and check that out. Make sure you see all the content that they've been working on and even the backlog of content. Like if it's something new to you, go check it out. There's so much stuff to cover. Um, Anyways, back into our community shoutouts. We've got a new Patreon member, which we mentioned at the beginning, which is Joel. Um, he is the um, the head of Nintendo Family Gaming, so you guys can check out his YouTube channel. And uh, uh, Mike, you got anything else? And to he's add also there? on our editors. Oh yeah! Shout out for all the work being done on the website right now. Um, we got Sodomancer and Joel that have been putting up reviews and, and other opinion pieces, and uh, just getting the work done because um, I'm like three weeks behind on reviews right now. <laughs> no, definitely. So at least somebody's like, doing some work on it. Yeah, we've got uh, two new up or two new articles that went up today under our soapbox, which is kind of the uh, opinion piece. Um, area of the website plus if you haven't checked it out in a while we did a facelift on it so it doesn't look so uh, janky it looks a lot more uh, uh, gamer-esque I guess you could say so it, it's looking pretty good over there we've actually got quite a bit of content we've got uh, reviews in there from both Sonomancer and Joel me and uh, Mike's working on his stuff and Tony's working on his stuff um, so that's going and I'm terrible at hosting. So, oh, yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> um, uh, Tony said, a.k.a. the Falcon, which if you guys talk to Joel, the Falcon is his, that that is his, uh, that's his also known as name. So make sure you refer to him as yes. the Falcon. <laughs> yes. Uh, and he will respond to it. And he might even refer to himself in the third person. <laughs> so, Mike, uh, what else we got going on? Uh, we are giving away a game, Monster Hunter World, on the PS4. Yes. Uh, you can head over to our Twitter page at Quest the Number Four Pixels, and the pin tweet at the top gives you all the instructions on how you can get it to Glean Giveaway. So don't follow us unless you follow us through the Glean Giveaway. Because yes. if you follow us without the Glean Giveaway, you don't get the entry for that. But 
there's a lot of different ways you can get entries into the drawing. So go on over to Quest Four Pixels on Twitter, and uh, all the information is right there. You can also find us every week on YouTube and Twitch. YouTube.com slash quest for the number four pixels and twitch.tv slash quest spell it out F O R pixels. Awesome. And, uh, you know, if you want to make a huge difference, even if it's a bad review, leave us an iTunes review so that we can read it on the air. Yeah, and even if it's a bad review, like if you hate our show, I'll still read it live, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to thank you guys for being here tonight. Thank you, Sean. Sorry about all the reschedules and everything. No, man, this is... Look, I told you there was a reason that this happened tonight, and it was so that we could push you over the edge. Exactly. That buy button on that it, Xbox worked, one. it works so good because all this Xbox stuff. That's right. So, That's uh, right. <laughs> everything happens for a reason. Awesome. So uh, you can find Sean, of course, at Sean Capri on the Twitter, me at Nintenshell, and Mike, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at MikeBC1985. Awesome. So thank you guys. Thank you to everybody in the live stream. And uh, this will be available as a podcast download and on YouTube and stuff for a replay tomorrow. Uh, I have to go back to work. Otherwise, it'd be available tonight. So, um, yeah, that's everything. So we're going to go. <laughs> okay, bye. Make sure, <laughs> Make sure you guys like the video and subscribe and all that good stuff. And we will catch you guys later. Bye. Cool music probably taking us out <laughs> to the end of the show. <laughs>